It's time for Crack the Customer Code, the ultimate podcast to help you unlock the secrets to understanding and connecting with your customers. Now, it's time for your hosts, the wonder twins of customer experience, Adam Toporek and Jeannie Walters. So, Jeannie, a phrase we've all been hearing and some of us have been saying is the new normal, right? The Everything new is- normal. <laughs> I know we need. Uh, we're gonna have to add some sound effects for that. The new normal, <laughs> right? And okay, so it's sort of true. It's sort of not, but it is it just reflects the fact that we have a new paradigm to some degree, or a shifted paradigm that how we're approaching things are is changed since COVID. And here's the thing: the great majority of the discussions we've had, the discussions we're having with cli- uh, clients in a lot of ways, and certainly the discussions out in the. Uh, thought leadership world have really centered around B2C. A mm-hmm. lot, so much of the discussion has been, okay, what happens to airlines and restaurants and hotels and uh, Amazon? Uh, what's interesting, and I think I'd like to dig into a little today is, what is all this going to mean for B2B? What do we need to be thinking about? Because we're you and I are B2B providers. Yep. Right? What, what do we need to be thinking about uh, from the standpoint of customer experience, from the standpoint mm-hmm. of, you know, what are our, we talk a lot about what are the customers going through, having empathy, understanding, well, what are the B2B customers going through? What is their lens? Uh, what is their lens if they serve a B2C market, right? Your mm-hmm. customer, they're your B2B customer and they serve B2C, where are they at? So I think there's a lot to unpack with the B2B side of things. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think before, even before we kind of went through this era, um, you know, pre-pandemic, we were starting to see that the B2B world was changing anyway, in my opinion, because you know what? Business customers are getting more demanding about their experiences and their services as they should. And so there were a couple um, surveys that I saw where Essentially, they were saying, listen, if you're going to sell to me in a B2B environment, you better understand my whole ecosystem, meaning you understand my supply chain, you understand how we distribute to customers, you understand the challenges that we have. Because I think in the past, B2B sometimes was like, okay, you've got a factory, I've got a widget, we're going to sell you the widget. (laughs) And that's the whole relationship. Now, if you're trying to sell in a B2B environment, they want you to understand that that widget is actually doing something, you know, for the greater good for their customers and understand how important that widget is to them. And so I think that was changing anyway. And now it's just become amplified because now there are supply chain disruptions going on in the world. There are, uh, you know, a lack of employees in some departments, in some locations, all of these challenges that businesses are having, they need to know that the, the organizations that are serving them, they understand that experience because otherwise it can fall really flat, you know, <laughs> like selling the widget the same way today, that just doesn't feel right. Yeah, there, I'm so glad you mentioned supply chain, Jeannie. It's almost like oh. uh, you, you don't want to m- mention macroeconomics. So you mentioned supply <laughs> chain, so I appreciate it. Uh, no, because I think supply. Oh, there's so much we can talk about with supply chain as mm-hmm. uh, you know a, ba- a backstage piece of experience. And you know, one of the things is you know that relationship also goes two ways. And one of the things I think we're seeing with some companies 
is they're actually helping their smaller suppliers. In other mm-hmm. words, uh, yeah, there's been some because I like to read about supply chain. Anyone, I'm just sure. Out. You yeah, know, you you subscribe to Supply Chain Weekly. <laughs> supply Chain <laughs> Weekly, exactly. Uh, supply Chain Beat. It's like Tiger Beat, only differently. <laughs> it's but got yeah. diagrams. <laughs> exactly. But no, so one of one of the interesting dynamics is this: is that um, companies are having to look at their payment terms, look at, you know, okay, you know that because we're big and, you know, if you lose us, uh, you're going to go out of business. So we basically take 120 days to pay you. Well, we're realizing <laughs> now that if we take 120 days to pay you, you actually are going to go out of business and yep. we need you. Uh, so, uh, com- you know, some of these larger companies are looking at the smaller pieces of their supply chain and trying to, you know, we talked about that um, in our last episode, our last duo episode, uh, supporting the employees is almost sort of the same thing. It's like su- yeah. supporting that part of it. And, you know, I think you're going to see other shifts in supply chain mm-hmm. too that are more around risk management, that are around uncertainty. Uh, you know, I think we'll see what what's called nearshoring. That's where they try to bring um, production closer, physically closer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because of just, it's just, yeah. it takes out a few risk factors, right? I totally am seeing that already, actually. And I think people are getting really creative with that as well. But the other, you know, your question about like the B2B to C, uh, you know, environment. um, One of the things that I think is also happening is that customers, the end customers, are actually really interested in this side of things in a new way. They want to make sure that the, the companies that are providing the products and the services that they're um, the businesses that they frequent need that they're all, you know, keeping up. And one example recently was, you know, there's been a, a meat shortage and uh, or I'm not sure if shortage is the right word, but it, <laughs> there were uh, it was difficult to get meat for a while. And there was a restaurant here in town and they are known for their barbecue and things like that. So they actually posted a picture of when they went to get their meat from the restaurant supply store. And they said, these are our friends. They are trying their best, but they can't keep up. So what that means is we're going to shift our menu this week. And I just thought it was so transparent in a way that we wouldn't have seen six months ago, right? Like they would not have shared that information, but they shared that on social media and people really responded to it. And so we get it. And we want to support both these organizations because essentially what the restaurant was saying was, we're still going to support this supplier of ours because they've been a good partner for all this time. We're going to do it in a different way. And that means that the products that we have will be slightly different. And everybody was on board with that. And I just thought, like, that's something you don't see every day is when, uh, you know, B2C companies kind of open up the back end and say, this is what we're dealing with. And these are the people and the brands that we support that maybe you've never heard of customer, but they're important to us. So I think we'll see more of that too. Customers well, are going to get savvy about this. And they, I mean, they're doing it also, you know, they're sharing transparently, like you said, but also they're doing it as a way to explain the change in the product, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. Hey, you don't just, uh, we understand they can't get it to us. Hopefully you'll understand that we can't give it to you. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't happening this week. We got something else going on. Yep. Uh, but, uh, and, you know, that, I think that's part of, you know, we talked about this uh, recently as well, just that communication piece. Like mm-hmm. most customers are understanding about this situation if you communicate with them effectively. 
Mm-hmm. Now, there's always going to be some people that just want what they want and they're going to yell, but we had that before. We'll have it tomorrow. You know, it's going right. to work through that way. But big picture, if you can communicate effectively, I think that's, you know, people are very understanding right now. One, because they're not delivering either. Everybody knows that, oh gosh, I'm uh, dropping the ball on all this stuff. I can't do this. My company's not able to do this, right? I mean, people mm-hmm. get it. And, you know, I think one of the other things is, trying to uh, understand how the experience is going to change if you're scaling. And, right. Right. Because if you're a B2B provider, um, let's say, uh, oh, I don't know, like DoorDash, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Instacart. <laughs> uh, did your business change? <laughs> <laughs> just a smidge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's, a, and it's not just that. It's like, tech, you know, let's, uh, I mean, Netflix is B2C, but uh, B2B example, it's a company, what's the name of it? It's uh, a feed, feed.fm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What feed.fm does is they provide basically licensed music. They're sort of like the, the people uh, similar to like ASCAP and all BMI that do the mm-hmm. licensing for the bars. They do it for online. They'll like provide licensed music for your website. So mm-hmm. boom, because everybody's doing fitness stuff online right. now. They're, right. They've exploded. So how do you scale? Yeah. How do you scale yeah. quickly and rapidly and deliver? What's your experience now? What's uh, How do you deliver it? What are your uh, you know service standards? That's what we like to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much there. There is. There is. And I think it's really important to finally recognize, right? Because we get these questions a lot like, well, I'm in B2B. So why should I care about customer experience? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) hey, guess what? (laughs) You still have customers. Um, And I think, you know, finally, there are organizations that are starting to realize that, you know what, in this moment in time, customer experience is going to set apart certain organizations from others. And that means that if you can do your best to really, you know, respond to these changes and still live up to that customer experience mission and to really living those values and being transparent and communicating in the right way with your customers. If you're B2B, that still counts and it still really, really matters. So I think that's a good takeaway as well is just to consider that customer experience matters. And now uh, if you're B2B, think about it in new ways, but you know, it's it's important right now and there are big changes and they're not slowing down, I don't think. I think we're going to be uh, bobbing and weaving for a while. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, that's I think that's a good note to end on, Jeannie. I think uh, flexibility and understanding, particularly for, for B2B organizations that, you know, they're in the middle <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and they've got a uh, they've got stakeholders all around them that have to be considered in the experience. So Absolutely. we just wanted to sort of explore this a little bit because so much of the conversation has been around B2C. So uh, I'm not sure we solved anything, but hopefully we added some uh, value. <laughs> <laughs> we always solve things, right? That's what we do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are so happy that you were here with us, whether you were B2C, B2B, a supplier. I mean, we we welcome all of you here on Crack the Customer Code. And if you want to tell us what you would like us to talk about, we would love to hear from you. Feel free to leave us ratings and reviews and share on social media and all those good things. We always appreciate your support uh, as we've been doing this for 400 some ex- episodes. Something <laughs> like uh, that. Something like that. Or a million, whatever. I know. It's it's hard to tell. But 
As always, I am Jeannie Walters. You can find me at experienceinvestigators.com where you can learn about all of the content we have available, including a 21-day customer experience challenge, keynote speaking training, and journey mapping programs. And at Madden Report, you can learn all about our customer service training, customer experience training, virtual stuff, <laughs> and all that good <laughs> stuff at customersatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.